0: Welcome to the Seller Roundtable E-Commerce Coaching and Business Strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Yeah, I love that because so uh, I love that. I, I call it a trick, but it's it's you know, it's fairly commonly used for marketers, but a lot of people probably don't use it. Exactly what you said, you know, pay for cheap clicks from Google because the intent is there pixel them when they come to your website and then you can retarget them. Right. So then you can retarget them, not only on Google, but Facebook, um, and then really, uh, you know, dial it in what people don't realize is, you know, just like Amazon with the Amazon's PPC algorithms, you know, both Facebook and Google have their own where it really takes some time to go through that data for, for their AI to figure out what's working, what's not working. And then generally it doesn't always happen. I've run tons of of campaigns where this isn't the case, generally though the longer you let it run the better it performs right because every new data point that google or facebook gets they go oh okay so the dog lover ah, the dog lovers don't look like they're actually converting very, very well uh, anymore but oh these cat lovers oh these are the ones that are converting you know so we're going to divert some of the budget away from that to um you know to the cat lovers and you know just for example but um, a lot of people don't realize now that with you know before even just like what is it a year or two ago before Facebook and Google had these kind of setups in place, you had to do so much. Uh, it, it's almost like where PPC on Amazon is right now, right? There's so much babysitting you used to have to do and to go in and be like, oh, well, I'm going to disable, you know, men from 25 to 35 because they're not converting. So I don't want to show them at, you know, this is all stuff that you used to have to do manually. Whereas now on both Facebook and Google, if you're doing a conversion or a lead, um, you know, some kind of uh, conversion tracking that uh, they automatically take all this data, uh, you know, time of day, um, you know, uh, male or female, age, uh, likes, dislikes, uh, even political preference, like all these different data points that they can squeeze out of you. Um, and then, and then target, you know, target ads uh, to people who will actually wanna see and, and who will convert. So uh, that's a great tip. Uh, yeah. So right now, you know, once again, we always like to ask, you know, Today, if you were to spin up—I don't know if you're still selling on Amazon—if you were to spin up, uh, you know, a campaign for, say, a client, what would you do um, to get more traction for your uh, your brand new uh, Amazon products? Um, like, what what kind of funnel would you would you set up personally?
1: All right, give me more details, because there's like seven types of Amazon seller goals using Facebook ads. So a new funnel. Yeah, give us
0: the most basic though that, you know, cause a lot of our audience are people just starting out or, you know, kind of, uh, you know, not super advanced.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, let me say that in two ways, just because like how mine, mine is going where one, even some beginners are like not using their best skills and they're kind of like trying to force learn it. And maybe they're better on, I don't know, like product development and like innovation and kind of like doing things they are more like starting things and not they shouldn't be really running Facebook ads they may just want to find all kinds of like marketing partners where then you run Facebook ads and your audience is already like thousands of people so you have to find like maybe your like brand just find similar categories or people um, in ways where and like you don't have to be like an investor you just have to be a partner that connects marketing and like your product with marketing channels and then you run Facebook ads where anything you do is just going to be more effective because you have a bigger audience, more data. That's kind of more from like a partnership side. And I think some people get excited about that because they're like, oh, I want, I'd rather do that for my brand, spend time doing that. And then whoever's running ads on my team, or then if I run ads, they're going to be more effective. So that's kind of like a caveat, more like I didn't think of that before. Like when I was running like, you know, for a couple of years, Facebook ads, I would just like get in Facebook ads and start running Facebook ads. But now I know, well, actually let me find a marketing like another page or a brand that's not a competitor, but in the same niche where we can leverage data or ad spend. Uh, so, so that's that first answer for those people that want to get distracted with that. <laughs> but if you're like running a Facebook ad and it's a it's a, a beginner ad and most likely, let's say you don't have a website or another channel where like like even like many chat there's like you know a bunch of tools it's very simple to like set up but let's say you're not doing any of that it's like you have an amazon listing and you created facebook ad account Um, so within here two parts one set your expectations that it's okay to fail and learn because you're not gonna like get like a return of three on your first ad so like just set that expectation that you're gonna like learn and then you're gonna iterate the second time but to increase your chance of success let's say some people right away sellers run ads and it works right away this would be test the most variety on the creative side because if you change anything on facebook like there's targeting who you're targeting like what your offers, there's so many things you could test a lot of those things are kind of like optimizations there's like 10 percent increase like maybe 2x two, two increase but the creatives is the one that is going to be like the 2x 10x like the big differences in the creative just visually because again we're talking about the Facebook algorithm you need to drive your cost down from four dollars per click to 75 cents per click and once you're like on that acceptable range then you optimize where maybe it's not necessarily better going from 75 cents per click to 60 cents per click because it turns into like clickbaity ads and then it's like lower quality audience but we're talking about the difference between a four dollar click and the one dollar click that's creatives will do that for you Um, so that's the first step just have force yourself to have as many variations as possible of your creative even if it's two make sure they are two opposite things it's not like if you have pet products where it's like the same the same cat standing to like the the same like litter and then have like some the supplies there and it's like just a different angle and it's like almost the same thing your click-through rate is going to be like 1.5 or 1.3 and you're gonna think, all right, the 1.5 is better, I'm gonna go with that. Like, no, have that totally different type of cat, totally different type of contrast between like what's in the background. So even if it's as simple as two images and you're creative, make them as opposite or as extreme differences as possible. So that would be like the beginner tip, which is actually advanced because most beginners don't even do that. They're just starting off kind of like simpler, like, all right, I'm gonna actually go with three ads, but they're like very similar. And they're kind of looking like their Amazon photos, which also do, uh, like usually doesn't work in Facebook ads. Like they would as a retargeting ad, but not as the first ad. It should be uh, like almost cliche, but it's just like more about like uh, the lifestyle or the problem or the solution or just getting the right audience to engage with your ad to affect the Facebook algorithm.
0: Yeah, I think... Uh- that that's a huge point and i i feel like you know it's just like like anything right if you're lazy on this stuff then it, it's you're not going to do very well um new types of ads are brilliant and you know spend the time to, to spin up a few more you know if you're using canva it, it's super easy to just change the ad up really quickly um the other cool thing is you know something that i learned a long time ago that that's super simple but also can work fairly well is just changing the background color right like I remember yeah. one time I was doing an ad and I did like hot pink and I was like, there you know, I did like hot pink, blue, green, you know, all these different backgrounds and the hot pink one, won you know, it was, uh, you know, for conversions and things, but people don't even think about like just changing the background literally takes you, you can, you could go into Canva, change the background 10 times, export that. And you know, tens a little, probably a little too much these days because you're going to spread your budget thin depending on how much you have, but maybe three to five. Um, and, and with with that, you'll get you know a winner after a while. On okay, this one's definitely performing better. This one's getting me more conversions. Sometimes you'll get ones that you'll get more clicks but less conversions, and it's a, you're like, wait, it's just a color, but you know, we're we're animals and we react to you know, colors, shapes, smells, you know, all these basic human senses. So you know if it, just changing the color you know if you want to be semi-lazy you know if you're going to spin up multiple ads and you're too lazy to like like i was saying just you know change the, the the scene then at least try to change the background you'd be surprised uh that can even make a huge difference
1: yeah yeah exactly and uh so, so i actually grouped that kind of like a middle level optimization meaning there's like micro and macro tests that's like in the middle where um, it's vi- it's a major one but it's visual you know it's not like changing one word or like a little icon somewhere, like the whole color, it could have a massive effect. So it's kind of in the in the uh, in the middle. Where another example would be more on like the macro level change is uh, is where it is like a totally different scene, but it doesn't have to take more effort. We're like, all right, I need another photo shoot to come up with that uh, with a different image. Just try this. It's whatever image you have, um, just zoom in like ninety percent meaning, or, or zoom out like 90%, not just like caps. So let's say um, whoever like can see like the zoom videos, let's say for like all of us where, you know, like we're in the center, like whatever the sizes are. And then I'm not talking about where it's just a little bit more, like a little bit more, like the images more are out. I'm talking about where it's like totally different, where whatever is the point of the image, you know, like the cat or the or like or the product, where it's like way zoomed in, where it's like, wait, what is that? I can tell it's like a cat, but it's like totally different. So. That's a macro optimization, but it's more than just like changing the color. It's a little bit where it changes the style of the photo. Um, so I feel those like you are- guys are talking uh, about me with all this cat talk. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, we, we,
0: luckily Amy, you have kids, so we can't, you know, you can't be a crazy cat lady. You're married and you have children. So, you know, only from what, from my understanding to be a quote unquote, official crazy cat lady, you, you have to be, ju- you just have to have yourself and cats in the house, so okay Um, and let and let's let's not just put ladies in there you know there's crazy cat men as well let's let's be real (laughs) i like it i like the examples though you know as long as the cat is cute the internet will love it right exactly you should use
1: cats in all of your ads Uh,
0: (laughs) oh man i used to be i used to be very anti-cat until we got our, our last two so um Anyway, we're 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 getting off the rails here, so yeah. <laughs> okay, I was distracted. No, no, it's all good. <laughs> it's like, so- what, <laughs> well, let,
1: me, let me give you one more thing, and this is uh, totally related on the topic, and I I I like to stay kind of like tactical and also strategy. So it's almost like a hack where, even if let's say you're selling sale- selling like kitchen supplies or something else, like you could have. A cat somewhere in the picture and overlap interest targeting like cat related things so it's kind of you can like combine things it cuts your audience size, but also. um, This is a good uh, for for beginners to kind of have like a low hanging fruit and it's a little bit strategic where uh, it's hard to scale this but it kind of gives you a win to improve your click through rate or at least your your targeting is more important uh, or uh, like just a little bit better targeted.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So if you look at it from my my mind which is very SEO driven, right? You can look at that as kind of like visual SEO, right? Like if you're putting in exactly like uh you have said like, you know, people who are cooking with a pet, you know, you're you're selling a pet product or a cooking product or vice versa, uh but you're targeting those two, you know, those two groups, uh you know, all of a sudden now you've got this th- this interest group who is now interested in both things even though you're only selling one out of two things. Uh absolutely brilliant. I love that. Um, and, and once again, this is what's so, this is why I love doing advertising, right? It's like one of my favorite things to do, minus paying all the money that I have to, when I do all these, t- all this mm-hmm. testing. But I mean, there's so, there's literally like minuscule. And that's why I like, uh, if you guys, you know, never had like uh, lead pages, click funnel, something like that, even on WordPress, you can do it pretty easily. Now there's a bunch of different plugins that are free, but, uh, you know, AB testing, if people aren't, aren't familiar with that, you know, it, it's just testing, uh and i've done a lot of uh websites right as a as somebody who's creating saas uh you know software online you know just changing the color of the of a button you would be so surprised how big of a difference that can make and with uh ab testing your ads like the, by making uh, multiple ads you're in essence doing ab testing you're just doing it at a much larger scale and getting results really quickly because you're paying for that traffic quote unquote traffic to whatever it is you're selling but um, you know, that that's, you know, it goes back once again to the, the, the 80, 20 rule, right? Like if you do 10 ads out of those 10 ads, two of those ads are going to perform much better than the, than the other, uh, eight. Right. So, um, I absolutely love turning dials here, guys. If you're afraid to spend too much money, uh, you know, on Facebook or even, uh, Google ads, um, I always like to say, you got to get your hands dirty, right? Like you can, you can watch a thousand YouTube videos on how to, how to do YouTube ads, but until you actually get in there and start creating, uh, there's going to be a lot of things that you, you don't get from it. Um, but you know, even if you're setting like a, a, a couple dollars a day as your budget and super low bids, just to figure out what you're doing, uh, like you have talked about this earlier, you have to just build that into your mindset that like, this is my research. Like I'm paying for educating myself on facebook ads on on you know google ads on pinterest ads on youtube videos on you know graphics on you know so many i mean honestly nowadays with with canva like you should not have to hire anyone to do graphic design these days right i mean for an ad like i mean you can not saying you don't but you can really do a lot of this stuff yourself do a lot of testing yourself and dive in and, and kind of teach yourself uh how to do these things which to me is is a lot of fun all right, yeah, Before before we uh, before we send you off, I, I uh, I'm going to be selfish here because I always like to do this uh, you know selfish thing. So uh, as the the software side of me, right, which is which is my my main passion. Uh, you're a software guy too. What 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 are you working on for 2021? Without giving us you know the 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 secrets, uh, you know, without sh- showing us the, the stealth the stealth fighter that you got, uh, you know, in in skunk works right now. Well, what are you working on and what can you share with us in terms of uh, you know, your data-driven mind? Like what, what kind of data points are you looking at in 2021 to kind of form strategies?
1: Yeah. um, Two parts. One is kind of like innovating and it may may not like lead to anything, but I, I think it's something I've been trying to do over the past year is geo rank related, but building in automations where, um, there's like a lot of things we, we've learned and so question comes up like so does inventory affect geo rank and like this and that and it's like always like a maybe for a lot of brands it does for a lot of brands it doesn't it's hard to find patterns but we know that like badges are appearing regionally there's like all of these factors that especially since like around well like uh, basically in the past six months amazon is like rolling out these things where it seems like regional is having a bigger bigger factor like fba fbm so there's like all of these regional things but building in automations where there's actually metrics behind what it means to have regional differences. So it's kind of like, what is the strength of the effect of certain badges only appearing somewhere and maybe, or maybe not, you can affect it yet, or you can affect badges being only in certain regions on the actual sales volume. And then the automation side of that is, well, and then an, an automatic Facebook ad is created targeting only certain regions based on either aggressive factors or depending on like the strategy. So it's kind of like a automation Facebook ads part built into like the whole geo rank idea. So it's kind of there and and it's still one of those things where it may be only relevant to like 0.1% brands, but uh, like, I don't care about that. I want to like do it and then find out. (laughs) And then the other part, which I think is, uh, I'm actually more excited about because it kind of fits into what I've been doing for the past couple of years is building out as many metrics as possible that have, that have something to do with funnels and customer journeys for Amazon brands, but bridging off Amazon into that. And that simply means that, um, like I already have some of this data, but uh, there's like so, so many ways to go with it. It's like, uh, like the customer lifetime value can be broken down into like seven different categories, what it means. It's like, who buys something in the same transaction in a future transaction uh same type of product different types of products is it on an actual subscribe and save or not or they're just a repeat customer but not there's like so many ways of defining ltv but we don't know any of that as amazon so like well we do like brand analytics and you can like track it and do all of that so i'm basically working on all kinds of uh like ways of like dashboards and and analytics of providing that, but bringing in like off Amazon data into that. So it's kind of like this e-commerce approach into Amazon data. Um, so that's, uh, that, that's been in, in the works. And I think it kind of gives like a full mark, a better marketing picture to Amazon sellers, especially the ones that want to diversify off of Amazon to make Amazon more effective or to kind of like protect themselves with other strategies as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and I feel like, you know, the world's not getting any more calm in 2021. So right now diversification is huge. Yeah. Um I, I know for me, uh asset-wise, I'm getting very di- diversified right now with, you know, what what I own and what I'm investing in. Um uh so that that's great advice. Um I always like to ask ask this you have because you know you know me i'm always a uh you know fiend for learning uh are you listening to any uh podcasts audiobooks reading anything like what what are you digging into right now in terms of of learning
1: yeah oh man uh we were talking about clubhouse earlier that i'm i'm not on it um well just having a a second second baby this year and uh moving to california this year it's kind of like where there's no time for anything barely for myself but, but if I do, it's actually, it's more like stuff that's not marketing related to kind of like stretch my reality to know how can I then apply what I'm learning into executing. Because I feel like a lot of us know about, all right, well, there's running the Amazon run or running Facebook ads. You can learn like tactics, but can I totally change my approach by learning something about like philosophy or something like that? Or there's like philosophical sciences or like consciousness related sciences of how different disciplines uh, like change where you learn across disciplines, so it's, it's more like stuff like that where it's kind of like fun stuff that may be theory but you see like different studies where like oh actually perfect for entrepreneurship or marketing how does that apply um, so I think it's that less on like podcasts on marketing I'm um, like not in the past year and maybe because of less time with family stuff
0: <laughs> yeah i know how that is i have three of so you yeah. know the after after the second one you know everyone told me oh number three is no big deal they lied they absolutely yeah. lied just like they lied when they said "Oh, is not that much harder than one that was also a blatant lie that being said uh as i always say children are the hardest and best thing in the world uh, i also tell people when they're like oh well how many like do you oh i i tell people yeah i have multiple businesses they're like well how many do you have i'm like Well, I have my Amazon business, my software businesses, and then each one of my children is the equivalent of two businesses. So I'm pretty much working like 10 jobs. So, you know, (laughs) because my wife works as well. So uh, yeah, so it's, it's crazy, but it is a fun journey. And uh, I I love, uh, you know, taking the the parenting and putting it into play in terms of like, you know, grinding, you got to grind. But once again, my big focus is, and you have, I have a feeling that you are similar to me and Amy in terms of like you know the 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 shiny object syndrome. So for me, the one thing, uh, if you, if you haven't read that yet, uh, you know, audiobook wise, is has been super helpful for me, um, just to you know really start breaking things down, chunking it, really being like, okay. You know, this week I wanted to do Google ads. I want to do conversion tracking, a landing page, all this stuff. It's like, no, dude. Like this week I'm going to do, you know, advertising, whether, you know, that, and in that advertising, I'm going to work on my Google ads. And in my Google ads, I'm going to work on my ad. Like you have to super break it, you know, focus, focus down and, and like, you know, every day pick one major thing that has to get done and then go from there. And then, and once, and then every week, like one major thing that has to get done. Uh, you know, I used to do the three, you know, I called it the, the rule of three where I was doing three of that. But like, once I started listening to the book and really, uh, you know, thinking about it more, one thing always is more than one thing, right? So if you focus on one thing, it's always going to gonna be more, but that's been super helpful for me. Um, anyway, yeah, as usual, really great to have you on. Thank you so much. Uh, let people know where they can find you and uh, where they can find your software uh, and all that fun stuff. And one of these days, maybe at a conference, you know, we can get back together again. I can buy you a beer.
1: <laughs> For sure, yeah. I'm just uh, on Facebook is the best. Uh, at least now I still want to be on Facebook. So uh, just search my name there or LinkedIn or go to zontrackerads.com. All right, yeah, thank you so much.
0: And uh, if you guys haven't done so yet, please rate, review, subscribe to the Seller Roundtable. We really appreciate you guys doing that. Um, as you can see, we do this live every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, if you jump in with us here, you get to ask uh, people, experts, uh, extraordinaires uh, like you, have questions uh, in in the in the Zoom. So if you guys want to join us live, we would really love to have you because we can ask uh, you guys can ask questions as we're doing the interview. So uh, thank you so much, guys, and we'll see you next time on the Cellar Roundtable. Thank you.